The best bit about Aberystwyth is... The beach. Students. Drunk students. Quality chips and paninis. The National Library. Oh, the most famous building. The National Library for me. The National Library, yeah. Yeah, I can speak Welsh. A tip in Bach. Borda. Borda. Good afternoon. Borda is good morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I've been saying good <laughs> afternoon to a lot of people. We're more North Walian than we are South Walian. Mid Wales. Neither. Duh. Jam and a berichtan. We're the jam in the middle. It is actually really far away from everywhere. It seems to be the end of the world, but you find your own place here. Mark Steele's in town. <laughs> And welcome to Mark Stills in Town, which this week comes from Aberystwyth, a Welsh town known for being easy to get to and, <laughs> and on the way to several major attractions, <laughs> such as the middle of the Irish Sea. <laughs> for example, the National Library is here, because according to one writer at the time it was built, there was an argument about whether it should be in North Wales or South Wales. So it's fair that Aberystwyth was chosen, as it's equally inaccessible to both. <laughs> also been the centre of the Welsh language movement, so by law this programme will be different to normal as everything has to be said twice. <laughs> so, Roiso i Stills in town. Sendor with no semer o Aberystwyth, e drev cobraieg sen enwag am fori hoiethi greneieth. That wrong. <laughs> One feature of the town is it has officially the most violent seagulls in Britain. <laughs> several accounts of people being attacked by them. One theory is that the seagulls are particularly annoyed here because they have to squawk twice. <laughs> that you will hear often here is the town motto said three times a year <laughs> I can't smell weed the students must have gone back Aberystwyth <laughs> <laughs> is a seaside resort which you can tell because you've got a pier a magnificent structure that looks like a caravan full of fruit machines gave it one push, it would tip off its legs into the sea, like a proper pier. There's a nightclub on there. How do you squeeze a nightclub on there? And the nightclub is called? Pier. Pier Pressure. Pier, what a brilliant name for a nightclub on a pier, Pier Pressure. And a credit to your town that the pier is named the Royal Pier, <laughs> presumably because it's the Queen's favourite pier. I'm going to Pier Pressure. <laughs> So Aberystwyth is very much a town of two halves. One part is cute seaside town and shops with names like Rickety Ramshackle, so it's like a children's TV show set in a 1950s Welsh village, and the other half is full of students. So the 1950s show would go... Mrs Tuttypeer picked up her basket and went to the shop to buy some eggs and some bread. First she saw Mr Freshloaf the baker. Good morning, she said. <laughs> What a lovely smell. Have you been baking fresh bread? No, said Mr. Freshloaf. That's skunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's reading week, you see. All the students are off their tits. <laughs> and then it would go, Come roth, Mrs. Tatty Peary, basket a mindy shoppy brinny wear a baba. <laughs> 
I can understand why people get militant about defending the Welsh language, because English people are so stupid and rude about it, and I fully appreciate, I absolutely am with the people who get annoyed and go, well, you're talking rubbish because we've got just as many vowels as you have, actually, because Y is a vowel and U is a vowel and is a vowel, if you see it properly, and it's a logical language because it's phonetic, so it makes perfect sense, such as calling a place which is perfectly easy to pronounce after only eight years' practice, and D means D, but DD means th with no D because it makes sense that two Ds have less D in them than one D, so... <laughs> Since the detective series Hinterland has been on, more people have become aware of the amazing attractions here. There was an interview with the leading actor, Richard Harrington, called Reasons for Visiting Aberystwyth, that says, number nine, go to Charlie's Hardware Store. <laughs> I can go to Charlie's and stay all day without buying a thing. <laughs> I bet it's been mobbed here since that article went out. <laughs> Tourists queuing up to spend five hours staring at a spirit level. <laughs> Do you all watch Hinterland? Yeah. It's a detective series set in Aberystwyth, one that writers of Scandinavian crime dramas watch and go, can you not cheer up a bit? It's too bleak. <laughs> and this must be why it's so attractive here for tourists. A reviewer in the Daily Telegraph said kindly, Aberystwyth does not put on a face for tourists. <laughs> At first glance, the tall but tired pastel-coloured terrace along its front resembles a packet of Parma violets that has been spilt inside your handbag and spent a few weeks scuffing around in the bottom. <laughs> uh, but there are reasons why people are attracted here. I was sent a message on Twitter that went, When I was a kid, we used to visit Aberystwyth when on holiday because it was the only place for 40 miles with a cash machine. <laughs> To be fair, that is because it is the only place for 40 miles. <laughs> but the students have clearly made a massive contribution to this town. It's because of them, for example, someone told me that one nickname for the town is Ava Big Spliff. <laughs> is there other names for it? Abba Woof Woof. Abba Woof Woof? <laughs> well, you've caught me there, is it? <laughs> is that the. Oh, because of the dogging? Oh. <laughs> time I've done one of these shows where I've been thoroughly rude about the town and then the audience has gone, no, it's worse than that. <laughs> now, I know that in these days of expensive tuition fees, the image of students smoking weed all day is way out of date, but bless the students here for making a grand effort to keep that image going. <laughs> Now, one consequence of this is the town can attract supremely organised drug cartels who are able to dominate the serious high-level crime with their evil genius. For example, the Cambrian News report that... <laughs> Not like the Cambrian News? Finally. <laughs> This is what it says. An Aberystwyth drug dealer has been jailed for four years for his role in a gang that flooded the Aberystwyth street with drugs after he was caught when he accidentally text-messaged a police officer <laughs> offering him cocaine and cannabis. <laughs> this must be the easiest town in Britain to be in the police. 
once a week you just walk up the street and go, has anyone committed a crime? And the criminals did, I did, I did. <laughs> I did a runner from lip licking chicken. <laughs> oh, I've fallen for that trick again. <laughs> but student life here is not, of course, all about weed at all, because this is a cultural town, as illustrated by it being home to the National Library, regular host of the Eisteddfod. You can enjoy a regular evening here of thoughtful entertainment, challenging and evocative of student circles in Moscow around 1900 or Paris in the 1960s, <laughs> called Vodka Tuesday. <laughs> uh, now, we've got some students with us here, uh, a kitten Chloe here. Hello, Kit and Chloe. Because this it does strike me, whenever I've been here, it's just full of life on a Tuesday or Wednesday night, and at two in the morning, there's yeah, things you going can, on. In. Like, I, I walked out my flat the other day, and there was just an armed police officer outside my door saying, can you go back in for ten minutes while we sort this out? I have no idea what's going on. An armed police officer? Yeah, there's a machete guy in first year. Oh, I heard of yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> he was, like, in my friend's flat. Yeah. This yeah. is one of the strangest attempts to sell the town. <laughs> For the tourist board. <laughs> Do you want a holiday with a difference where there's a man with a machete and an armed policeman outside the house? Then come to Aberystwyth. <laughs> all of the crime is just like, it's centred in the small space, you know? It's all, everything is going on because it's all so close to each other. Outside your house? Yeah. <laughs> it's not all crime. It's not all crime. There's no. some really good coffee shops. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crime and coffee shops is all you really need. <laughs> Do you know about Vodka Tuesday? Yes. <laughs> is it compulsory? I'm lone... teetotal, but I go out with the friends on Tuesdays and it is, it's a wild ride. I'm the friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a brilliant student places here. Do you know Rummers? Yes. Oh, I was in there... I went there a couple of weeks ago at seven o'clock and a bloke came in spreading sawdust over the floor before anyone even came in, as if their policy is, they're bound to be sick, we might as well put it down now. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I'm wrong and there's just loads of people that come in with rabbits. I... <laughs> uh, there's another reason why Rummers is famous. Hugh Jackman was thrown out of there and barred for being too wild. Uh, <laughs> Because he can take on Sabretooth, but not a barman from Aberystwyth. <laughs> and in some ways, it is like New York here. There was a shop here for a while called Nice and Naughty, uh, an adult shop. It sold erotic literature and toys, and that wasn't so much an attraction as the area around the shop, described in the book Real Aberystwyth, uh, that said the location of Nice and Naughty must deter some customers with its window display of fluffy handcuffs and saucy costumes. You can sit in the cafe opposite over a pot of tea and go, ooh, there's Mr Jones. <laughs> Well, that PVC cat suit will never suit him. It's the wrong colour. <laughs> uh, but this shop closed down in 2013 as it wasn't getting enough business. It had customers, but the main one was the bloke from Hinterland who spent all day in there without buying anything. So. <laughs> but this makes it a great shame that Aberystwyth isn't the capital of Wales, which it so nearly was, because in 1955 there was a vote to see where the capital would be, and the contenders were Cardiff, Carnarfon and Aberystwyth, and Welsh local authorities had one vote each, and you were so close, Aberystwyth, because Cardiff got 136 votes, Carnarfon 11, and Aberystwyth 4. <laughs> <laughs> 
Rich from changing history. <laughs> but in the middle of the 19th century, Aberystwyth, you were transformed from a tiny outpost to the glimmering metropolis that you are today because the opening of the railway meant that this could be a tourist town, as now it was possible to get here from Birmingham in only nine weeks. <laughs> And Aberystwyth declared itself the Brighton of Wales, and this brought a whole new prosperity. But then the official tour guide changed its mind and wrote the glory of the town was, there is an absence in Aberystwyth of fog, snow and frost. <laughs> Aberystwyth offers romance at its purest and is easily accessible to all parts of Britain. <laughs> it is the Biarritz of Wales. <laughs> Like Goebbels said, if you're going to tell a lie, you might as well make it a big one. <laughs> but you did have the National Library. Yes. And it is a magnificent structure, the National Library, this huge building up the hill from where you can see across the bay and the hills, over 150 places that it's impossible to get to. <laughs> and it's massive, with four floors, with various exhibitions going on and displays. And one other quality it has, which I didn't expect, is that you walk round for hours and hours and not find where the bloody books are. <laughs> I have never had so much trouble finding books in a library. <laughs> I, I asked one of the blokes in uniform, honestly, where are the books, and he said, they're all out the back. <laughs> And I think this is a beautifully novel approach to base a National Library on the same system as Argos. <laughs> I, I mean, I did love it walking around there. I mean, one of the aims of the National Library is to keep at least one copy of every book written anywhere that in any way mentions Wales. And what a funny way to run a library. <laughs> We've got no Hamlet. I don't care where something's rotten in the state if it's not in Wales. <laughs> We've got no War and Peace, all them pages. He could at least mention Clangothlan. <laughs> we have got one mention of the Bible because of what Jonah got stuck in. <laughs> you can order books there, and then you can sit there and read them, and that's why there are so many people in uniform to check that you're reading them in both languages. <laughs> That must make it hard for any authority here to sound in charge, the fact that everything's got to be in both languages. The police must have to go, Stop! Thief! This is the police! Stop your cheader, ni your hethly. <laughs> oh, that's the, probably a bad example, of course, is the thief would then go up to the police and go, Excuse me, officer, I'm a thief. <laughs> Oh, that's wrong. Right, I'll do that a bit better. I, 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 no, I know it. Patronising. Around the time that the library was established, there was a campaign for a university in the 1850s. A movement began to put one here, and it was funded by contributions from people in the area, especially the quarrymen. But this is the most important part. It had been agreed nationally that there should be two universities in Wales, one in the north and one in the south. But according to the book there, ABBA, the North would not accept Aberystwyth as theirs. So Wales had to have a third university in Aberystwyth. The North wouldn't have you, Aberystwyth. 
They didn't want you. I think that's very poignant. You're like the kid at school that's the last one to get picked. <laughs> North Wales, you go first. We'll have Bangor. South Wales, Cardiff. North Wales, real. We'll have Swansea. Clandard, no. Poor Talbot. Eventually, hardly anyone left. Oh, go on then, we'll have Wrexham. <laughs> All right then, Murder Tidful, you come with us. <laughs> oh, that just leaves Aberystwyth. Go on, North Wales, you have him. No! Why can't you have him? Oh, Aberystwyth, you go and play on your own. <laughs> Even so, once the university was here, the official guide to the town could declare and this is honestly true in the little book, the whole chapter called Aberystwyth, the Athens of Wales. <laughs> We've got a university that makes us the same as the original city of all modern science, philosophy and thought. <laughs> Not only that, we're the Nepal of Wales, because you can get quite puffed walking up Constitution Hill. <laughs> Uh, there is one way in which the university is revolutionary in terms of original thinking, which is there's a speaker on top of one of the buildings that plays seagull noises to scare off the other seagulls. <laughs> and I'm surprised the seagulls are a problem in Aberystwyth during term time. Wouldn't they just be drifting through clouds of smoke? <laughs> going... <laughs> <laughs> this is why Aberystwyth seagulls are always swiping your chips. They've got the munchies. <laughs> And there's another issue in which the university has played an important role, which is the development of the Welsh language. Uh, this has often been a controversial subject. For example, someone told me this. Gary Davis on Radio One's Roadshow in 1992 was told to say something in Welsh. So he read it, and what he read out that he was told to say was, an uvi u Gary Davis, a megeni bidlenbach. <laughs> My name is Gary Davis, and I have a small penis. <laughs> and that level of high art is why you are the Athens of Wales. <laughs> so Welsh is a language that has remained intact from before the Romans, who couldn't extinguish it out here. Now, Aberystwyth was an important town in the campaign to revive Welsh in the 1950s, and the library put up the first road sign saying Araf, Welsh for slow. And my book on the history of the Welsh language says this caused hilarity as questions were asked about why the library was promoting the Australian Royal Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> In 1963, Welsh was given equal status to English in the university, and then the Pantykelyn halls of residence were opened, which was Welsh only. Now, this is true. I was told by an English woman who studied here that one night she went back for a night with a Welsh student who she'd met and was staying at the Pantykelyn halls, and she was terrified that in an amorous moment during the night, she might let out an English word and be thrown out. <laughs> Are they that strict in there? <laughs> oh, my God! Out! <laughs> <laughs> but this was the time when certain Welsh speakers became quite militant. The first major protest supporting rights for Welsh speakers was in 1963, and it took place here in Aberystwyth on Trefechan Bridge, next to Rummer's Bar, and there were nine arrests at the protests, and uh, this happened the next day when some of the demonstrators sent a text message to police saying, I've been caught in an affray. <laughs> Is Elizabeth here? 
Elizabeth, so you are, am I right? You're, you're the vice chancellor of this university. Yes. And now this was tricky because what was one of the rules that you've got to conform to? I've got to learn Welsh. To take up the post, you've got to learn Welsh. Yep, two nights a week. <laughs> two nights a week. How are you getting on? I've passed two exams. Have but you? I can't say a lot yet. <laughs> <laughs> So do they check up on you? I mean, what happens if you're not progressing, then do you get the sack? I made sure the contract wasn't worded that way. I've got to... <laughs> it says, I have to make progress towards level B2, which is fluency, and uh, I keep going. But they check me once a year at graduation when I have to do a big, long phrase. Troi achter dod a brifasgol am threadoid i mi da bunniaf chwi i rath baglo man gwyddoniaeth ac i rath on. Thank you very much, uh, Elizabeth. That's brilliant. Thank you. That marvellous bit of Welsh. I mean, I tried to learn a bit of it. I tried... Oh, right. I tried to learn to count to ten. Have I done it right? Um, I'm not going to look. In day three, pero a pim When you were a kid, you must watch Donald Duck and think he's giving you instruction. <laughs> It's an actual word. Say <laughs> that's obviously easy. Yeah. Everywhere here has something a bit unexpected. Your peer has a nightclub out the back. In the library, you have to go out the back for a book. Or there's this story from Real Aberystwyth. If you're caught short at the south end of the prom, you'll have to leg it to the grim Uranus cave next to the sailing club. <laughs> I've been propositioned here many times. A greasy crimson penis flopping out of a pair of shiny shell suit bottoms is not my cup of tea. <laughs> See, everywhere you go for something simple, you get a little bit extra. <laughs> you might bump into Gary Davis in there going, look, that's all right, isn't it? <laughs> but if Aberystwyth is all of these places, what does that make both? <laughs> to both. Yes. Oh, what I love about the, the, the sort of attitude in Aberystwyth towards both. There's so much affection for both here and that everybody mentions it and tells you about it and then goes, but there's no need to go, there's nothing there. <laughs> but this isn't fair, Aberystwyth, because I've been there and there is a lot to see there. You can watch all the people dressed in black rubber lying in the sea pretending to surf. <laughs> And there's a zoo, except the zoo isn't called a zoo, it's called... <laughs> it's called an animalarium, which is different from a zoo in that the main exhibit on display is they have seven different species of rusty caravan. <laughs> Everything at the animalarium is in a magnificent state of collapse. The roads are full of eight-foot deep holes, there are immense piles of rubbish, the buildings are falling over, so it makes sense that, as they can't maintain anything at all, they stick to having something easy to look after, like a pride of lions. <laughs> when a lion's been taken there, it must feel like someone who's been taken hostage in Afghanistan. <laughs> going through these windy, desolate roads, thinking, where the bloody hell are they taking? <laughs> but the most spectacular object that you have is something else you wouldn't expect, the Holy Grail. <laughs> 
because in the National Library, there's half a wooden goblet under a glass case, and it tells you that this is believed to be part of the cup that Jesus drank from at the Last Supper. Now, I can understand someone has said, right. <laughs> We've got a National Library. We'd better get something classy to make up for the fact that we've hidden all the books. <laughs> I think it may well be authentic, as it would make sense that the Last Supper took place here. <laughs> as there is every chance that Judas would accidentally text the Romans going, guess who I'm having supper with? twist to Aberyst with. You hold so many records. For example, it's claimed this was the last town in Britain where Monty Python's The Life of Brian was still banned for being offensive to Christians. <laughs> and I can understand this, because Aberystwyth is a town that takes its Christianity seriously, which is why it claims a random lump of wood belonged to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Now, the ban was finally lifted for the most brilliant reason. The woman who played Brian's wife in the film is from Aberystwyth and became the mayor. <laughs> but the main view that people have been getting of Aberystwyth around the world is from the detective series Hinterland. The idea of the programme is that each week a detective and his assistant stare across a different bit of Aberystwyth, <laughs> looking increasingly bedraggled, <laughs> interviewing locals who give mysterious answers like, in 23 years, he'd never missed a vodka Tuesday. <laughs> Every day someone's murdered, but most people I speak to about it who live here just say, that programme's ridiculous. They can always get a signal. <laughs> but once you become familiar with Aberystwyth, it becomes obvious that this isn't just a twee little Welsh village. It's the capital of all of Wales, apart from the northern bit and the southern bit. It's... <laughs> When the sports teams tell you to go and play on your own, you're all right with that, cos you can make your own entertainment. You're the kid at school that doesn't want to be in a gang. You're neither north nor south. You want to do your own mad thing. You don't need to be the somewhere else of Wales. You're the Aberystwyth of Wales. <laughs> and so I will leave you, fine people of Aberystwyth, with a preview of an upcoming episode of Hinterland in which the writers decided to portray the town as it really is. <laughs> it took 20 minutes to buy my stamps in the post office this morning. <laughs> Mr Davis, who was in front of me, was murdered in the queue. <laughs> How was your day? <laughs> it was terrible, Detective. He just came in and stood there, staring, menacing, for five hours, looking at a screwdriver. <laughs> DCA Matthias, come quickly. There's been a vicious attack on an isolated promenade. He stole my friend's chips and flew off. <laughs> Hello, Detective. Our men have searched the water and we found something. We found something all right. It's the pier. Someone leant on it and it tipped off. <laughs>
Mark Steele's In Town was written and performed by Mark Steele. With additional material by Pete Sinclair. It was produced in Aberystwyth by Carl Cooper. It was a BBC Studios production.